So you're saying that we still need to deal with the carte blanche of this whole lecture because it could be a license to kill. And how do we deal with that? Folly, a spirit of folly of overcome, yeah. Let me let me deal with the first part of the question, the card plunge. You know, there's always gonna be two ways of, of hearing anything. One is from complete self centeredness because all we want is to justify ourselves, or at least free ourselves from purgatory. And if that's the way we're thinking, this is definitely a carte blanche. This is, okay, God made me do it. What, what better excuse can I have? But then there's another way to look at things, which isn't from the self-centered I, do I have my backside covered, because that's all I really care about, but that's the bigger picture. The bigger picture is, why did I do this? And more importantly, what am I supposed to do with this now? Someone who's asking that question is not looking for carte blanche. Let's take it to a different level. There'll be a person who's going to always be asking questions with shame. And all they need is to be able to overcome their shame. Okay, so listen to this class four times, overcome your shame. And then, uh, you know, we make a blessing now before you sin because sinning became a mitzvah from this class. And that's it. Okay. That's one way of doing it. What is another way where shame isn't the issue? The issue is purpose. The issue is God. What do you want me to do with this? You just pray for the knowledge of the will of God and the strength to fulfill it. Step number 11 in the 12-step program. If that's what you're looking for, then this class wasn't the end of the road where you can finally, you know, kick up uh, your shoes and have a martini, but it was actually the beginning of the road. Okay, so now I know what God chose me for. I'm awed and frightened with what God trusts me with, and now let's see what we can do. So every question and every answer really is going to depend on what frame of mind you're asking it from. Whether this is a carte planche or not a carte planche, whether it's going to be the biggest responsibility you've ever heard about your past sins, or whether it's going to be just a license to go on, will all depend on where we each sit when we think about this lecture. That I can't take responsibility for. At some point, we need to realize it's not about shame, it's not about purgatory, it's not about covering my own bases. It's about, wow, I did this. Am I supposed to just hide from this and try to live a new life? Is it okay to continue this way? Or is there something very deep that God's telling me with all my sins that I did? 
He doesn't want me just. He doesn't want my mitzvahs just. He actually wants my sins. That's a very different perspective. Very different perspective. Go ahead. True. True, true. It's very often said that we should not regret any of our sins because it's who I am today. True. But what I'm saying here today is what I'm saying here today is that that's actually the reason, the ultimate reason why we're here. The ultimate gift we have to give God is not Torah mitzvot. That's His gift to us. The ultimate gift we have to give Him is our sins transformed through Teshuvah. That seemingly He didn't give to us. That's what we're giving to Him. Especially according to that teaching I quoted, that is the purpose of creation. Everything else pre-existed. Potential, actual, by God potential doesn't lack actual, but the concept of sin and the outcome to be able to transform darkness into light and have a light that comes from darkness that didn't, that didn't exist before. Is there a way to elevate the nitzutzot of darkness without falling into sin? There might be. It wouldn't be as much fun. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> again, again, I, I, I did prereq. I did put down a prerequisite that the Rebbe asked why was Adam punished and no matter how much we're going to glorify sinning God told us not to sin and the story but I will share with you there is a teaching from the third Lubavitcher Rebbe Tzemach Tzedek on the verse for man rules over man and he talks about the reason why the wicked rule over the righteous and the righteous suffer under the hands of the wicked is because through that they elevate the sparks of the wicked so all the persecution that took place throughout the centuries and nevertheless the righteous placed himself under that persecution and yet served God with fear, with love and with uh, joy that elevated it there is that teaching ultimately speaking ultimately speaking the ultimate engagement with evil and to transform evil from the inside out that comes through simple teshuva for a real sin That's just something different. It's just something amazing. Whatever, I have a whole bunch of examples in my head, uh, but there you go for right now. But just to understand that a Balteshuva's feeling of being loved by God is unprecedented by any FFB. And when I say FFB, I don't mean from from birth who never, I'm talking about a from from birth who went off the path and came back to the path. The reason they went off the path is because they didn't feel loved by God. People who feel loved by God don't go off the path. And they came back to a whole different God that they left. There's just something about hardcore teshuva for hardcore sins that just nothing matches that. 
That's a real darkness transformed into light. Anyone else? Yes. Don't say no because I read thoughts. You want me to say your question? <laughs> Take care, guys. It's within 30 days for Rosh Hashanah. We can wish the Shana Tovah. Which will be written and sealed in the Book of Life, Book of Happiness, and maybe finally, finally, at the times of Mashiach, practically now.